BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Paul Rudd will probably be there. Eric Stone Street will be there. All the big-name celebrities for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I hope that they have a good time. Get defensive a little bit there, as Nick did. Uh, Orlando Brown Jr., Chiefs offensive tackle, is going to join us prior to the parade. He'll be our correspondent. He'll join us coming up a little bit. Uh, let's see. we got play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, stat of the day, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And this program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes, the Sprinter van that Seton and the French kid took cross-country. Give it a test drive, and uh, you'll love it. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter can help drive your ambitions as far as you want to take them. Say good morning. Good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app if you haven't done that, and sign up for the newsletter. we got some great things there. comes out every single day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Wraps up the show. Also gives you some uh, hints on some things that we're going to be offering gives you a heads up before everybody else. Just go to danpatrick.com, put in your email address. Don't have to pay for anything. We don't want to inundate you with uh, things. It's just when uh, it's a need to know basis. And uh, those people, we have uh, close to 60,000 who have signed up for the newsletter. Also, we'll let you know about when we put out Moonshine. We have another batch coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll give you a heads up when you can order the Tailgate Moonshine. We just tasted a new flavor coming out. So, got a new flavor coming out. It's salted caramel. Awesome. And then Seton goes, hey, I got a new flavor for you. I said, okay. Azalea. And I go, Azalea. Aggressive. And I thought, okay. Let me give it a little sip this morning. Oh, my goodness. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's great. (laughs) It's great. That that's the next batch. So we're trying to get ahead of this. I know that we we sold out so quickly last time, the last two batches, and we're trying to make more. 
Uh, frankly, we didn't know it was going to sell out like this, but uh, the quality, the reaction has been wonderful. So thank you. We'll give you a heads up and it will help if you sign up for the newsletter to let you know when the moonshine will be available. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. We'll get to your phone calls. we got a poll question and uh, we got a play of the day coming up as well. The Eagles lost their offensive and defensive coordinators to the Colts and the Cardinals, Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon. Shane Steichen, I understand, he had a great reputation. He was with the Chargers, worked with Justin Herbert. He's done a very good job with Jalen Hurts. And now he goes to the Colts, and the Colts need a quarterback. As far as Jonathan Gannon, he ran the defense with Philadelphia. I wonder, I'm guessing, and I was well, I'm not guessing. I was told this this morning. These guys were hired during the week, during the Super Bowl week. They, they, they couldn't officially hire them, but they were hired earlier, and they had agreed to the job. They had to wait till after the Super Bowl. But then it leaves us with the Eric Bieniemy conundrum. You're trying to figure out exactly who gets jobs, who doesn't, and why they do and why they don't. Eric Bieniemy has been the offensive coordinator with the Eagle or with the Chiefs, and they've done quite well with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But Eric Bieniemy has interviewed, I think, for I think 15 different times. But we keep I don't know if there's anything that's going to change here because Eric Bieniemy is probably older than Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin is going to the Hall of Fame. Eric Bieniemy can't get a head coaching job. He's 53 years of age. And I was told yesterday that even if Andy Reid had retired, that and that it wasn't going to be Eric Bieniemy who would take over with Kansas City. Now there was talk that does Eric Bieniemy have to go to another team to prove that he can call the plays on his own, and it's not Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So there's a mystery there. And I was also told by a source with the league that owners will hire somebody who represents them. Like, you know, the Giants hired Joe Judge, and Joe Judge did not deserve to be a head coach, and he proved that he didn't deserve to be a head coach. So we went from, hey, you know what, if you're going to be a black candidate, you've got to be a coordinator. Well, then they became coordinators, and you took a special teams coach from the Patriots to jump the head of the line. And that's part of the problem here. Are you getting the opportunity you deserve? Joe Judge shouldn't have been a head coach. He needed more seasoning there. I don't know if Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon are going to be successful. I know Arizona's defense was terrible. He goes in, takes that job. Shane Steichen, the Colts need a quarterback, and he's developed a couple of quarterbacks in Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. But we go back to Eric Bieniemy, and there has to be something at play that nobody is really talking about. Now, if you want to bring up something that happened when he was playing in college at Colorado, Okay, but he's still good enough to be your offensive coordinator in Kansas City, but then is that preventing him from being a head coach? Trying to figure it. Now, I was told this. He didn't interview well. Okay. I hear that. I I don't hear that very often with white coaches. I hear that a lot with African Americans. Like, you know, he didn't interview. You know, Willie Randolph was a former baseball player. I was told, you know, Willie just doesn't interview that well. Okay. After a while, you understand how to interview. You understand what the questions are, what they want when you go in there. But the fact that Eric Bannemi might have to go to another team 
to prove that he can be a head coach at age 53? And I don't, I've said it before, not every coordinator deserves to be a head coach or will be a good head coach. You might deserve, that's not fair. You might deserve it, but that doesn't mean you're good at it. I didn't think Charlie Weiss or Romeo Cornell were going to be good head coaches. They were good coordinators with the Patriots. I don't know if Josh McDaniels is a good head coach with the Raiders, but he was a good coordinator, a great coordinator with uh, the Patriots. And Eric Bieniemy might not be a good head coach, but I think he deserves the opportunity to be a head coach. Jim Caldwell is another name. Jim Caldwell did a great job. Look at what he did in Detroit. Obviously, what he did with the Colts. You know, he had a great team that he took over. Jim Caldwell is now Frank Reich's assistant coach in Carolina. He's not going to get a head coaching job again. What the Texans did with minority head coaches. Nobody wanted the job because they knew there were going to be sacrificial lambs. And that's what happened. Both of those coaches knew. I mean, Lovey Smith ended up winning a game that they should that they didn't want them to win. It's like, what are you doing? Well, he wants to win. He knows he's not going to keep the job. Once you get a little bit better, hey, now we're going to bring in somebody else. So that was the topic of conversation I had yesterday afternoon with uh, somebody who works for the NFL. And I just said, you got to help me understand this glass ceiling that we have here. And that, you know, we're going to give everybody an opportunity. Oh, he doesn't interview that well. Uh, you know, he didn't get the credit. Whenever there was a great play in the Super Bowl, they always focused on Andy Reid. Like, if there'd be something where Mahomes did something and there, there was some kind of new uh, formation, they'd go to Andy Reid after the touchdown. Like, when do they go to Eric Bieniemy? Like, when there's a bad play call? And Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes did single him out after the Super Bowl and once again said the same thing. But it, 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 I could understand how frustrating it can be, or at least I can try to, that you wanted us to be coordinators. Okay, we're coordinators. Yeah, but I'm going to take Joe Judge. He's a special team. I mean, after all, his title is special. But like Jim Ursay is looking at Jeff Saturday because Jim Ursay sees himself in Jeff Saturday. Like, that's the guy that I want. He's me. Is he the right guy for you? No. But that's what happens with some of these owners. Go back to Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones had Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson, and he fired him. And he's been looking for Jimmy Johnson ever since. But he hires guys that are, you know, puppets, malleable. Like, he just wants somebody who, all right, you got this title, and that's good enough, but I'm, I'm the guy. I'm going to be the coach and the GM, the quarterback, and the owner. And that's why he hadn't won anything in 30 years. Is he bringing in the right guy? And in my opinion, he hasn't been. He had the right guy in Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy had a personality. Hey, Jimmy wanted credit. Jerry's not going to let that happen. Like, I'm Jerry. I'm the owner here. You're just the coach. Yeah, Paul. I think what bothers a lot of people with the enemy is the other offensive coordinators for the Chiefs went right on to head coaching jobs. Doug Peterson and uh, Matt Nagy, didn't he go to the Bears? Adam right? Gase. Gase, yeah. And, and the enemy, if you look him up, you could find incidents in his past, plural. But they go back to like 90s and late 90s and early 2000s. They're very, there are a couple, but there's not like, everyone in the media says there's some type of, they assume there's some type of smoking gun around this guy. 
but no one's been able to report it in the four years that we've been covering the story. But the Chiefs have employed him. Right. Has anything happened while he's been in Kansas City? Nothing. His past is going back to like Colorado yeah. and a little bit in the pros and the UCLA. And, but it's, it's last thing was like 2004. Yes, Marvin. Well, I was just going to say that, um, see, now I'm going to have a Debo moment because you just kind of answered what I was going to oh, say. Oh, I did? Yeah. Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. Yes, he Maybe if his name was Eric B. Ally and not Eric B. Enemy. Oh, then... okay. Okay. Enemy, ally. Loop. All right. Okay. We played the fun game this morning, the uh, Sykin. Was it, is it Skyken? Skyken. Skyken. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, we played the Shane Steichen jonathan Gannon game this morning where who was whom? It, it, Paulie put them both up there, and I'm like, uh, uh, is that Steichen? No, that's Gannon. If you would have put Sirianni up there with Steichen and Gannon and said who is, I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have been able to differentiate. Yes, Todd. And they were both color coordinated, so we couldn't really decide who was who because they were both in the same, eagle green. Same sweatshirts. Mm. Color coordinator. Mm, okay, got that. Coordinate, offensive, offensive, defensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mine is young. Thank you, Todd. So the Cardinals, do you think with Jonathan Gannon after the Super Bowl, he just stayed overnight at his hotel yes. in Arizona? Oh, it, sure. Interviewed. And so, so he doesn't no, he go back. got the job. So he just stays in Arizona and someone ships his clothes to him. Well. Does he get to go back for a couple of days? I'm going to guess he'll go back and... <laughs> Clean out his house or apartment. Probably got a press conference today. But yeah, these guys already had these jobs. That's why we kept saying, well, wait, they haven't filled the job. That's because there's somebody in the Super Bowl that they're going to hire. What do you think the card? What do you think uh, the Bidwells thought in the second half uh, with the Jonathan Jonathan Gannon's defense? Yes, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, Yeah. Hey, that looks like our defense during the year. This will be an easy transition. Let's give up some big plays here. See all those guys wide open? Yes. And and he's going to be comfortable on this crappy field that we have here. Your Arizona Cardinals. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Your Cardinals. All right. What kind of poll question do we have today? Uh, Fritzy, you got one? The T-O-double-D is very excited. I got a few. We'll start with this one. All right. today's parade day, and there's not a lot of other juicy stories. We're going with, if your team won the championship, would you attend the parade? Absolutely. That's my team, dude. Nah, I don't need to stand in a crowd to prove my fandom. Okay, you had a chance to be on the, the uh, float. Supposedly. So, uh, so the, Von Mil... No, not supposedly. I don't know if that would actually come to fruition, but if you take him at his word, it sounded like that he was going to find a little spot for me on... Von Miller was the Super Bowl MVP. So he's got some pull in trying to get me on one of the floats, I guess. He had a whole lot of pull. It was a ticket to the game and a, and a float opportunity. You like. passed. You passed on it. So... There's no revisionist history. <laughs> and you have to recuse yourself from this poll question. That's fair. Uh, would I go to the parade if it was my team? Yeah, I guess if it was my team. But, yeah, sure. They give me the day off from work, have a couple beers, yeah, bring home some confetti. Yeah, sure. Yeah, more. How far would you travel, though? Say if it was uh, driving distance, say if it was uh, five hours away. Sure. It, de- it depends on how embedded I am with my team. Like, if I live and die with them, I don't live and die with any team. So it, it's, a, it's foreign to me now. But if growing up, I had an opportunity to go, when the Reds won, I went to the parade, stood there, and, you know, you kind of see a little bit of Pete Rose or John, hey, hey, you know, and then that's it. I, I think that it, it oh, is him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Paulie. I think a cool move if you're a parent is to take your son or daughter out of school and bring them to the parade. Because yeah. they get the double bonus of the parade, which is hectic and wild, but 
fun. And kids love that stuff. And they get a day off school. Yeah. That's the move. Well, we saw parents who took their kids out of school to meet us after our shows in Arizona. Also the move. Yeah. yeah. Thought that was a baller move. Paulie, did your uh, dad take you to the Bears parade uh, when they won in 85? No. Unfortunately, he was not able to attend. What year did uh, he die? He died in uh, 1980. Oh, five years. Oh, so. Well, you had five years to get used to not having a dad around. Yeah, I shook it off by 82. <laughs> <laughs> every Halloween. Every Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Paulie's dad died on Halloween. Why is the kid crying at our door asking for candy? What's that? Yeah, Halloween's a fun holiday. It's too bad, too, because I love Halloween. Yeah. Like, I'm like Johnny Halloween. I think it's the best day of the year. Yeah. And Paulie. It's always a little awkward. It's a bit less so for me. Just yeah. a touch less. <laughs> I like candy. I don't like my dad's They're doing Beetlejuice this year. It's did fun. You, okay, did he die earlier in the day, therefore? On Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, he died maybe like uh, in the late afternoon. So when I got home, I found out. And my friends were going to go trick-or-treating, but I, I didn't attend from what I remember. I, I don't remember if I wanted to or not. I was like 11. Okay. It's hard to remember. Yeah. yeah see. It's so interesting over like the arc of this show. Right. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time. For the first, like, say we've been doing this 15 years, I guess. I don't know what it's been. 16, yeah. 16. For the first, like, 15 and a half, I had absolutely no idea Paul's backstory. About his dad dying on Halloween? I, I knew that his dad had died. I didn't know that it was on Halloween. I, didn't, I had literally no details whatsoever. So to hear him talk about it right now just the way he did is amazing <laughs> to see him open up like that. Yeah, walked home from school, walked into the house, got the news. I was wearing my dopey costume, whatever I wore to school that day. I was in sixth grade. We still wore costumes when we were in sixth grade. Dressed as goofy or something? You're like, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I was Frankenstein. I had like green paint on my face or something. <laughs> so it didn't look like tears. It just looked like running um, makeup. Actually, I didn't cry. This, this I didn't cry. A, this is just a terrible story. It is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great story, but it's a terrible story. He would have loved oh. to have gone to the parade. The yeah, I bet he would. Yeah, bet was he, he a Bears fan? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. As you can imagine. Yeah. All righty. I got some I other poll ideas. <laughs> what do you want to do a funeral? Segway from this awfulness. Uh, yeah. How much do you love your mom? Uh, speaking of parades, we'll talk to Orlando Brown Jr., the third, the Chiefs offensive tackle. He'll join us from Kansas City. Coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Those new Traeger grills that we saw out in uh, Arizona when uh, Chad brought those out and started cooking for us. Oh, my goodness. It's like you're, I'm fine with the grill that I have. And then all of a sudden you see the new Timberline grill and you go, uh, we got to have that in the man cave. And then I think Chad's going to bring the new ones out next week, week after that. And we'll be good to go on Meat Friday there. The Ironwood is a wonderful uh, grill. They, they've done it. They, the all-new Ironwood is awesome. Meant to elevate your smoking grilling game to the next level. Uh, the Ironwood comes with the Super Smoke Mode. And that's going to give you the highest possible quality of wood-fired flavor. And that's what jumped out at me when we had the new grill. And Chad goes, you're going to love the Super Smoke. And, man, it is there. With everything they were cooking, it tasted so good. Visit Traeger.com today. Learn more. And remember, make sure you use the promo code DP Show at checkout. Free shipping on everything. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Play of the day coming up. Get to your phone calls as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. A lot of basketball to recap from last night. Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Poll question, Seton. What are we going with with hour one? Uh, we went with the toddler's uh, question about the parade. Would you okay. go if it was your team? All right. Orlando Brown Jr., Super Bowl champ, offensive tackle for the Chiefs. Four Pro Bowls in five seasons in the NFL. Kind enough to join us before the big day, the big parade. Uh, what's the schedule today, Orlando? Man, um, right now I'm starting to start my morning off with you. Uh, we'll head up to the stadium around 10, 9.30, I think. We leave the stadium for around 10.30. I think the parade starts sometime around then. Um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Teammate most likely to be drinking now is who? Um, <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, man, Creed Humphrey, Creed Humphrey for sure. Okay. I would have yeah. thought Kelsey. Yeah, you, he's probably up there, but Creed Humphrey for sure. <laughs> the, uh, alignment on one float. Do you guys? Have- uh, yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Yep. Yeah. I think every position group's got their own situation. So I, I'm pretty sure we got our own little trolley or whatever they call it, double-decker. Now, do you bring your own drink, or is it supplied for you? 
That's a good question too. I know, I do know that Creed's got some Boulevard beer for us, which is super popular here in Kansas City. Um, but yeah, I'll probably have my own bottle of something with me as well. Okay, I don't want you walking out like Tom Brady did when they had uh, that that boat parade. Okay, <laughs> where where it looked like he was seasick and he had had his tequila yeah. and he threw the trophy. So just be careful there. Pace yeah, yourself. It won't, <laughs> it won't be anything crazy for me like that. <laughs> um, the Super Bowl party, how would you uh, describe it? Oh, man, super cool, man. It was super cool. Like, you know, obviously it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to even play in the game, let alone win it. And, uh, man, I mean, you just felt that energy, honestly, all week. And, man, it was so gratifying, you know, to, to get that to get that win. Um Gosh, man, it was it was truly special. All right, take me into halftime. What was said at halftime? Yeah, at halftime, man. Um, gosh, it was just it was a clear message, you know. Hey, we got to go take this, and if we want to win this game to beat this really good football team, we're gonna have to go take it. And I mean, man, that was communicated from the moment we sat down in there um, through all of the leaders, uh, through Coach Reed, through Coach Eb. You know, understanding the circumstances, man, that this is a really good football team. And the margin of error in any game is super slim. And against a team in the Super Bowl like that that we just played, the margin of error was even smaller. And, I mean, man, I mean, they they turned the ball over once and, and still only lost by three points. Okay, wait a minute. You're missing you're, – you're, you're not letting us in on the biggest message that Andy Reid said to you guys about yeah. Rihanna. <laughs> Y'all heard about the Rihanna story? Yes. <laughs> if, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, he said, um, he said, if you want to watch Rihanna, just keep on walking. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I remember he said something like that. If you want to see Rihanna, Rihanna, just keep on walking. Coach Reed's the best, man. Were, were guys trying to sneak out to see her perform? <laughs> no, they weren't. They okay. weren't. But, uh, yeah, that's just Coach Reed being Coach Reed. <laughs> uh, the offensive line, we had heard about the offensive line, obviously what happened against Tampa Bay, and then that was the big question mark. And here's the, here's the Eagles. You know, they got uh, all of these sacks, second most in NFL history in a season. Yep. Uh, how did you guys take that going into this Super Bowl as a group? <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it showed up on film. I think they're definitely were the top unit this year as far as rushing the passer, top to bottom. They did an amazing job all year creating one-on-ones. Uh, Hassan Reddick had a great year uh, rushing the passer as well. And they got a really good system, great coverage schemes, the way that they mix things up. Uh, their D.C. did a really good job of all of that. Uh, we knew we were going to have our hands full. Um, but, man, the, the, the understanding in our offensive line room is we set a really high standard. Uh, individually and collectively. And, man, going into that game, it, it, it was understood it was going to be on us. And, you know, something that I spoke about to the guys on Saturday was, you know, pressure is a privilege. You know, we, we heard all the talk about the 85 Bears and how similar this defensive front is and all of those different things about what they've got and all that. But at the end of the day, man, I think the tougher team and the more physical team won. What did you say after the game? No sacks? Zero sacks? Put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a bleeping T-shirt, I think is what it's, you said. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> why, didn't, exactly. why didn't Mahomes bring you to Disney World, the entire group, the offensive line? Yeah. <laughs> man, honestly, Pat does so much for us, man. That's probably the one thing I didn't necessarily want to do. I enjoyed spending time with my family, not having to wake up at 6 a.m. to catch a flight to L.A. Yeah, and I, what's that feeling like when you give up a sack – and Mahomes is there on the ground. Like, do you say anything? Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, like as as an offensive lineman, it's it's that's obviously the worst thing that can happen to us. And um, you know, for for an old old lineman man to give up a sack period, it's always a super uncomfortable feeling. And uh, man, especially don't let it be on third down or two minute or in the game. I mean, I can't tell you how bad of a feeling that is. But normally, I just I just kind of let them know, you know what I mean, or. You know, or he'll say something to me like, hey, that's that's on me. I was drifting. I was floating. It was coverage. Or he'll be like, block your guy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We're talking to Orlando Brown Jr., Super Bowl champ, offensive tackle for the Chiefs. How bad was that field? Yeah, you know what? It, it was uh, It was pretty bad, I would say. I, honestly, I didn't slip any at all. Like, maybe I had one rep where I kind of slid sitting on a bull rush. But uh, man, it was it was super soft. It was it was it was kind of like it was soft, like a very soft surface. Um, you know, your cleat marks were clear in the ground and all of that. Um, I mean, man, I don't. I personally, I didn't have to wear my seven studs. I don't think it affected my game at all. But I know people on the other side of the ball were seemed to be affected. How many pairs of shoes, different shoes, did you bring to the Super Bowl? Cleats. Uh, man, I brought. I always bring three cleats. Um, I've honestly never had a cleat malfunction, but, you know, I, I'm real weird about my uniform malfunctions. <laughs> so I always at least keep three of everything. What are you going to do with your Super Bowl uniform? Uh, man, I've got it here. I'm, I'm going to hang it up. I've got I've got all my cleats from each game in this playoff series. Um, I got my jersey, my uniform, have my helmet. Um, man, I'm, I'm going to hang everything up and get it all framed. Awesome. Explain the Lane Johnson move that he has off the ball his get off is that, yeah is that legal yeah definitely definitely I feel like it's legal um you know so often you hear you know fans talk about or announcers talk about uh offensive linemen false starting we want a false start here we want this I mean listen man you're going against guys on the other side of the ball especially when you're on silent cadence especially on silent cadence you're going against guys that are trying to use the snap count against you that run four sixes or below that are great athletes that are super long. And the way that Lane Johnson plays, he likes to beat guys to the spot and his style of play is basically manipulating you by creating more space and allowing you to think that, Oh, you have the inside. Oh, you have the outside. Well, why don't guys, why don't more guys do it? Because I mean, Lane Johnson is, one of the most elite players to ever play the position. His fundamentals, his athleticism, his length, his arms, his punch, I mean, top to bottom. I mean, he's one of the best to ever do it. And it's not necessarily anything that can be mimicked. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily, in my opinion, hmm. a coach technique. You know what I mean? This is this is a Lane Johnson style of play. That's why very rarely do you see guys of his with his ability. And, I mean, you could say that about all the top guys. You know what I mean? Trent Williams, Lermy Tunsil. Lane Johnson, Tristan Wirfs, all four of those guys, I mean, all their games are so different. Help me understand the Eric Bieniemy uh, mm. offensive coordinator position. Does he yeah. is he calling the plays? Like I, it just uh, I don't I'm I'm trying to figure this out Orlando. That here yeah. we are again Eric Bieniemy may have to leave to be an OC someplace else to show that yeah. he can be an offensive coordinator which yeah. I think that's his job title in Kansas City. What am I missing? Yeah, man, personally, man, it's like it, it sucks because I got a lot of respect for Coach E B and you know, I, I I'm pretty sure he calls the place. And uh man, you know, and, and in KC it is a collective effort, I feel like, with uh as far as maybe what gets installed. But I know him and Coach Reed somewhere in there 
like the plays are being called, you know, through through EB on the headset. And uh, man, it's unfortunate, you know, that so many of these opportunities have come up over the years and he hasn't been able to, uh, you know, get a head coaching job. And, you know, it's come to the point where, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes and he's under Coach Reed, so we don't really know what he's capable of. And, uh, you know, man, it's, it's it's unfortunate, you know, the, the business side of things for him. But uh, I feel as though, man, if he were to go somewhere else, if he were to become a head coach, were to become an OC somewhere else, I mean, he, he's going to have a ton of success. Yeah, hopefully he gets an opportunity. Make yeah. sure you protect Mahomes today, too, okay? It's not just in the game. you got to protect him, you know, on, you know, make sure nothing happens to him. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, have, a, have a good time, and congratulations, Orlando. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thank you all so much. Appreciate you having me on. Orlando Brown, Jr., Super Bowl champ, offensive tackle, four-time Pro Bowl, offensive tackle in five seasons there. A couple of phone calls. Let's uh, start with Chris in South Carolina. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Seaman, how are you gentlemen this morning? Todd, no love for you. Every time I think of you, it reminds me a bridge is missing you somewhere. Dan, haven't spoken to you until, um, since the DeMar Hamlin when we were breaking it down to you that morning about a paramedic's view. So good to talk to you again uh, real quick. I'm going for caller of the year, Dan. I heard you say something about caller of the year. I'm going for caller of the year. I'm mm. a semi-driver, and I am now 29 miles outside the city of Kansas City. Uh, I am going to make a delivery there, and I can get you some footage as a correspondent on the ground that the Kansas City fans do have a bone to pick with the rest of the country. Man, they are really uh, angry and on the offensive. When I talked to a guy yesterday, I was like, man, congratulations on your team. Nobody believed it. That's going to show the rest of the country. And I was like, well, I believed it because your boys won me 250. Well, you were the only one. So just to let you know, Dan, I am going for caller of the year. And with your permission, I own my own semi-truck. I would like to have your face vinyled on the side of my truck. I will take your answer off the air. Seaman, you should be the number one Danette. I have my team working on it, my nephew, Bocat, and his pretty little bride, Poke Chop. And I am going to get caller of the year. With your face on the side of my trunk all over the country, Dan. Love your body thank of work. Seaman, I'll have my machine call your machine. All right. Thank you, Chris. Yes. That's a guy who gets it right yeah. there. If you want to put the Dan Patrick Show logo on the side of your truck, Chris. I mean, if Chris wants to set up right now uh, Super Bowls in Vegas next year, we could roll. Go coast to coast with it. Well, yeah. almost coast to coast. Yeah. Check with the kids, Bo Cat and Pork Chop. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. Hey, Dan. Hey, you there? Yeah. Oh, man, that's never going to get old, man. Seaman knows what's up. Uh, 5'11", 190. Uh, my dad's still alive, Dan, and oh. he's a good-ass dude. <laughs> okay. uh, Dan, I'm going to Bordeaux in April, and uh, I got some great tips for you if, you wanna, if you're serious about picking. But first, Dan, I want to say, how's the view from Nick Wright's penthouse that you got going on in his head? I mean, you were just living in there. It's masterful <laughs> yesterday. I was, like, dying, just, like, driving, and me and Seaton were falling off our seats. So, but, uh, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're if you serious about I'm a sommelier living in San Francisco, Dan, but if you're serious about going to Bordeaux, I'm going to go in April uh, next month or in a couple months, and uh, I certainly can set something up for you if, uh, if you're interested. I am interested. I'm interested. Give, uh, give Tyler your information there, Buddha, and uh, I'd like to go pick grapes. In France, at some point, in Bordeaux. 
Yeah, you want to go? I, yeah, I watched dude. a documentary on picking grapes in Bordeaux. How cool would it be to pick the grapes that they then make a wine out of? And you were part of the process. Very there. cool. I don't think they pay you. It's just volunteers who show up to pick the grapes. I mean, I don't care about being paid, but they're, they're, it's a long day. And you have to do it. It's like, okay, this is the day. we got to go and pick grapes. And I think it would be awesome to do that. Yeah, Paul. You have a little shoulder sack and probably like a scarf of some type as you're walking through the field. Sure. Lovely. Sure. Might have a flask where I'm drinking, sure. you know, while I'm picking grapes. Sure. Why not? Uh, Brent in Desmonet. Hey, Brent, what's on your mind? Morning, guys. Five nine one seventy. I was just curious, as someone who has handed out the Super Bowl trophy yourself, did you think Terry Bradshaw telling Andy Reid to waddle on over to him was a little tasteless in that moment, yeah. or is that just something that he kind of gets away with? Terry um, Bradshaw and he, is known. Terry should know better in that situation. That's where your job is to be on the podium. Make sure that the players and coaches are the stars and that you get off and you just do it cleanly. Like that was always my goal, not to be the star. My goal was to facilitate and you, you know, interview the owner and then the coach, the MVP, the quarterback, and then that's it. And, you know, but that's Terry's personality. And that personality works on the, the Fox set, not in front of 100 million people who may not realize Terry Bradshaw's sense of humor. And it's not fair to Andy Reid, where you're like, hey, come on, waddle over here. It's Andy Reid's moment there. Don't try to be more than what you need to be in that situation there. And Terry, you know, it was wrong. It, it was in, in poor taste that you're going to say that to Andy Reid. And his moment, you don't make fun of somebody like that. And, and, and look, Terry is harmless. I mean, if you're around him, he, he's a wonderful person to be around. But, you know, your personality fits in some places and some places it doesn't. And on the podium, it's about even when the Eagles won and it felt like Terry was trying to take a little bit more of the spotlight, it's the Eagles moment. It was the Chiefs moment. Let them have that. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make any jokes. I'm not the personality that Terry is. I'm not as well known as Terry is. But my job was to do the interviews, ask the right questions, and get off the stage. That's it. And unfortunately, Terry treated it as if he was doing a sit-down interview with Andy Reid or they were at a small party there. Wasn't fair. Certainly not in that moment. Take a break. Back after this with our play of the day. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it, give it words, Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh my God! The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Connaughton passes to Holiday, squeezes off a three for the lead, and he buries it from straight on. Mr. Clutch, Drew Holiday delivers again. Two point lead for the Bucks. Drew Holiday, a career high, eight three pointers, part of his forty points which matched his career high. The Bucks beat the Celtics for their 11th consecutive win. That's courtesy of the Bucks Radio Network. And our play of the day brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts. Start or continue collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Update the poll results if you can. Seat no counter. Sure can, Dan. All uh, right. If your team won the championship, would you attend the parade? Absolutely or not nah, on standing crowds? Right now, not nah, on standing crowds is winning fifty two percent. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, but I think we've gotten to the point of the convenience of watching sports that the home experience is better in in a lot of cases than going to the ballpark, going to a stadium, and what you put up with, what you pay, all of those things. That, and TVs and surround sound, like, like all of that, that, you know, the NFL wants you to go, but then we've created products that make you want to stay at home. Yeah, Seaton. I don't know if this is true at all, but I'm reading on Twitter here from someone named Kellen who says uh, that all schools in Kansas City area today have a red snow day since most teachers and students would have called out. Yeah. 
Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A red snow day. Yeah. I like that. Give everybody off. Go to the parade. Yeah. All right. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Uh, Anthony Davis of the Lakers had a press conference and uh, he had something interesting. I don't know if it's maybe that motivational, like that speech. Like, okay, this is, oh, I remember when Anthony Davis said this, and this is what motivated the Lakers. Here is uh, the Lakers forward. We definitely have to win more games than we lose for sure. Hmm. Boom. Okay. That pretty much sums it up. You got to win. Wait, hold on. Let me write that down. Got to win more games than we lose. Okay. Ready? Let's go get them. That really is the key, though. Yeah. Now, he said definitely there. Are we sure? Hmm. Hmm. Definitely you have to. I think so. I, I think so. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. That's Trent Dilfer. Also, uh, ask the uh, Eagles coordinators. Yeah. Disprove that. They lost, but they won. They lost and won. They got jobs. Yeah, Paul? The Lakers are 26-32. and 32. I'm with Davis. If they win more games, they'll be in way better shape for the playoffs. But if they lose, then they're probably not going to win. I can't see how. Yeah. But I'm not going to call that yet. Yeah. There's some other basketball last night. We definitely night. have to oh. win more games than we lose. All right. Kawhi Leonard, uh, yeah, career high, is uh, seven three pointers, tied his career high. Clippers over the Warriors. Warriors are now 7 and 22 on the road. That's the worst road record for a defending champ since the Bulls went uh, 5 and 20. That was the strike shortened season in 1998 uh, 99. Uh, Clay Thompson had 18 points in 28 minutes. Uh, what else? Uh, Chris Paul had 19 assists. The Suns over the Kings. Kevin Durant looks like he's going to play next week. Uh, 14 Wizards made at least one field goal, most in the NBA in a season, most by uh, any team in uh, franchise history. Uh, just some of the basketball there. The uh, Derek Carr situation is interesting. The Raiders released him. The only quarterbacks to be released coming off a Pro Bowl season. There's two of them. Phil Sims, he had off-season surgery on his shoulder, released by the Giants, didn't play again. Brett Favre, cut by the Jets, and then he signed with the Vikings. Those are the only two quarterbacks prior to Derek Carr now being cut. And is he going to go to the Saints? See, this is the situation with Derek Carr. Pro Bowl quarterback, not an A quarterback. Always, you know, like in a B, B minus, maybe B plus. Is he going to take you further than a wild card or maybe to the second round? Maybe not. But here was the question that I was asked yesterday. Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers, if you're the Jets, for one year, not sure about the second year, or Derek Carr for four years. And I said, I'd take Derek Carr for four years because I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to play next season. Why do I want to put... The Jets aren't ready to win now. They're ready to be a playoff team now, but as far as bigger picture, they might be two years away. And maybe Derek Carr in two years will still be playing and Aaron Rodgers won't. And I don't have to trade for Derek Carr. And I'm not comparing the two. Aaron Rodgers is a far greater quarterback. I'm comparing, I'm looking at the situation because this is situational quarterbacking. The cost and the drama that goes along with Aaron Rodgers, I would take Derek Carr for four 
instead of Aaron Rodgers for one, maybe two. Mike Tannenbaum, former Jets GM, really a smart guy, uh, frequent guest on the show, he said, if I'm the Jets, I say to Aaron Rodgers, here's $30 million this year, 60 next year. There, I'm going to incentivize you, if that's possible with Rodgers, that you come back next year, you get $60 million. But I, I just I don't want to deal with that. It's like I think the Packers are already moving down the road here with Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay, let's just see what we can get for you, where you want to go, because that's another thing. If you make a trade, let's say New Orleans goes, we'll trade you this. Well, Aaron Rodgers might go, I don't want to play for New Orleans. Now, he's got a no tra- he doesn't have a no-trade clause, I don't think. So, hey, do you want to play for the Raiders? This is where the Packers have to say, Aaron, where do you want to play? And I know, you know, he's going into his dark hole for four days. Um, and then whatever happens when he comes out of that, I don't know if it's like Punxsutawney Phil or, you know, white smoke as we're going to elect a pope <laughs> or something. But uh, once he comes out, are the Packers right there waiting for him? So what are you going to do? I'm going to play for the Raiders. I'm going into the dark hole. Yes, Todd. Is there a news truck that can pull up right outside the door of this little dark igloo or wherever he's going to be at? Maybe Aaron Rodgers comes out and he's got a little table that he puts up. He's got three hats oh, on I it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like high school kid. And I'm going to go to the Raiders. One hour in the books, two more to go. Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out hour one, TireRack.com. They're everywhere. In fact, when we were in Scottsdale, wherever we went, we saw Tire Rack. They have the uh, tire decision guide that you answer a couple of questions, and they're going to help you. Everything you need. Yes. They'll do that with your dinner order, too. They, they have do. a decision guide where it's like, <laughs> I don't know, do I want the chicken or the steak? And You're right. They answer every question you have. There'd be questions I'd talk about with my family. They had an answer for those questions. <laughs> TireRack.com. They do it right. They got the full lineup of tires that you're going to need. Redestine tires. They got the free two-year road hazard protection. Nails, screws, potholes. Uh, you can skip the waiting room in a lot of areas there. Now, they do have around 10,000 recommended installers, so you can find one of those. They ship fast and free. There's mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office. The ultimate convenience. That's a game changer. It's a tire changer. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An 
epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.